2: Get IXL now. And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at iXL.com slash audio. Visit iXL.com slash audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price.
3: No one is is, is 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 more locked in. From Thursday to Monday, no one is more locked into the NFL than First and Pod. Hosted by Danny Parkin and Andrew Filipoli. For the next five teams are NFC teams: twenty Falcons, twenty-one Vikings, twenty-two Raiders, twenty-three
1: Packers, twenty-four Rams. So, I like. I think that a couple of teams here that you just mentioned actually have, like, reason to think that they'll get into the playoffs or have a chance to be one of these teams that were bad last year who get back, like the last team, the Rams, for example. I'm not ready to quit the Rams. I'm not ready to just say Sean McVay has mailed it in. Matthew Stafford is ready for the old folks home. And Aaron Donald is just collecting a paycheck. I'm not there on them yet. Okay, but they're, but they're, they're very old and they, don't have draft picks. Bobby Wagner left and went back to Seattle. But look, they had the worst Ramsey. offensive line luck in the entire league last year, the worst.
3: And and, and Stafford was hurt, man. The NF, the NFC is bad at quarterback. So like, if, sta- if, if Stafford right. is healthy, he's a year removed from winning the Super Bowl, and McVay, Stafford, and Cup might be enough to have them be okay. But you still got San Francisco in that division, and. At some point, you need it's it's a league of depth. You need to be adding draft picks like they. I respect the hell out of what they did, aggressive, 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 and they got their championship. They got their parade, but I think the bottom could fall out very easily.
1: As far as the two NFC North teams go, I think you've got Atlanta way too high. By the way, Uh, as far as the NFC North teams go, like Atlanta at twenty, I think that they're closer to thirty. But with the Vikings and Packers. The Vikings will be a better team than last year, but their record won't even come close to what it was because their defense will be improved, I think, with Flores. And the Packers, we're we're having to dissect the small sample size that is Jordan Love's career, where two years ago when he went to Kansas City, I thought to myself, he'll never be a good NFL quarterback. And then he made like five throws against the Eagles that make me think he might be a good one. And they also kind of get the benefit of the doubt with this shit. So I'm not giving up on the Packers. I I think that division, honestly, is actually more wide open. Like, I think the betting odds will just say it's Detroit's division to lose. I don't look at it that way. I think all four teams almost have an equal shot.
3: Oh, well, then you should definitely be betting the Bears and the Packers.
1: Oh, I'm going to be betting the Packers to win the division. Yeah, I'm telling you that right now.
3: Yeah, you can get them a, like a little bit over four to one. Love it. Yeah to 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 win the division. Um, I just if if Jordan loves good, I'm gonna just be insufferable. Like I I'm just gonna call in sick every every fucking podcast. I'll preview the games, but I won't react to them. <laughs> I'm, I'm doing half the podcast next year if Jordan loves good. I can't I can't live in that world. All right, three straight AFC teams. Patriots, Steelers, Titans. 25, 26, 27. Your team sucks, man. I'm sorry. I mean
1: massively disrespectful towards the Steelers. I mean just a ridiculous ranking for them. Really? I cannot I cannot wait once this podcast drops to tweet my my podcast co-host Danny Parkins thinks the Steelers are the 26th best team in the NFL. Just so you have to mute your mentions for the day. <laughs> that is going to be your punishment for this it's no. absurd they TJ Watt got hurt in the first game of last year by the way they beat the Bengals on the road that day he was never right the rest of the season and they still won nine games pick it through one interception the entire second half of the year if they hadn't rushed him into that if they hadn't rushed him in at halftime if he had actually started, from the bye week on, and put up those numbers, people would have a much higher opinion of him. But he had to start his career by going to places like Buffalo and Philadelphia and playing Cincinnati at home. Like, I don't know. Like, I'm, you know how I feel about Kenny, but I'm just... I mean, these are the three teams that you're just sick and tired of, and you're rooting for them to suck. The Patriots, Steelers, and Titans. You want all three to go away because you're sick of them being relevant with low ceilings teams that somehow get their way to good records that have absolutely no shot at winning the super bowl so you're just putting them behind teams like the Atlanta fucking Falcons these power <laughs> rankings which is ridiculous
3: there is a lot of truth in what you're saying i don't even want to re- have a rebuttal there's a lot of truth in what you're saying and the other thing is i looked at super bowl odds for this man and they're sixty to one. There's like five teams in the league that have lower Super Bowl odds yeah. than the, that than the Steelers because in the AFC, if you need to go through Mahomes and Herbert and Lawrence and Burrow and Lamar and Deshaun and Allen and Rogers, yep. I'm sorry, I do need to see more from Kenny Pickett and the things around him. Sure. In order to believe that wait, wait. like could they could they be a seven win team that is feisty because of their defense? Yeah, but they they are drawing dead on opening
1: day to like actually have a meaningful season. Sorry, they are. Well wait, wait well, wait a minute. What constitutes a meaningful season?
3: Ten wins, making I just, win. Well, making those I, in the playoffs. Yeah, but I, yeah, but I
1: disagree with that for this reason. You just lived through this with with Fields. A lot of it has to do with quarterback development. I mean, if they win, cuz I think it's I think it's conceivable. I think it's possible that they'll have the best defense in the AFC. I think that I don't think that that's out of the question. If you trust Tomlin and you've Watt healthy, you won the defensive player of the year award 2 you years ago. You don't trust Tomlin. I'm saying if you do. Okay? okay? Okay. If you trust Tomlin, they can have the best defense in the NFL. now, uh, Or in the AFC, excuse me. Now, that doesn't get you what it used to. It's not 2002 anymore. But I think it can get you eight or nine wins. And then it's really about your quarterback taking another step. If they win, If they win eight games, but Pickett looks like Trevor Lawrence last year, that's a win. That's a good season. That is a meaningful season. You said 10 wins and playoff something have to be. Yeah, no, that's true. That's true. If
3: if Pickett looks really good, that's great. Do you you so how I never know with you? And you're one of my best friends. I I love you.
1: Do you really think he can be a star? Yes. I think he can be Joe Joe Burrow 2.0. I think by the end of the year he'll be one of the 10 best quarterbacks in the league. Okay. Well then you're in great shape. If if that if if that's true with their schedule I think they'll win around 11 games. 11 games. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I like your team more than you do and you hate my team. Usually Wouldn't this you? is switched. Usually I'm like the person that kind of brings us back to the equilibrium here to the equator and you're trying to like drag both of our fan bases down here. Today, the
3: Bears won three games last year. I have them as the 17th ranked team in the NFL, and they're gonna yeah, win. I told you, I games. think they're gonna win
1: the division. Okay, take that, Detroit. All right,
3: uh, commanders at 28, Bucks at 29, Colts at 30 we will leave some intrigue for 31 v 32. Commanders, Bucks,
1: Colts, man. I among those three teams. Uh, I I think the Colts are the team I most want to be because I think the other two, the Bucs and Commanders, are they going to be bad enough to put themselves in position to absolutely get a quarterback that makes them relevant again?
3: I think the Commanders might. Uh, the Bucs maybe not because of the division. The commanders could be a special kind of awful.
1: Well, the only reason, yeah, I mean, Howell slash Mayfield and Mayfield and Tampa, like, those are quarterbacks that I feel like don't give you a very good chance of winning more than, like, seven games. As but a ceiling, feel, yeah. And, yeah, and, and Brissett
3: has had competent play, but.
1: Yeah, no doubt. But I feel like both teams, your Bears team last year that won three games. Across the board, from a roster standpoint, though the Commanders and Bucks are way better than that than Chicago or Houston last year. Yes, way better. So that's why when I say are they going to be bad enough to put themselves in position next year? I mean, look, they'll probably be they'll probably finish both finish with top ten picks, but they're going to. We just saw it with with um, with what Houston did to get CJ Stroud, or what you know what Carolina had to do to move up to get Bryce Young, like. I think they're going to feel both teams will feel like they need new quarterbacks at the end of the year and they're going to have to give up their assets to get there. But the Colts are fun just because at what point does Anthony Richardson go in and we get to see what that guy is all about.
3: For his sake, it feels like he needs to sit a year.
1: yes yeah because playing behind that line will ruin his career because he'll just be running all the time and maybe get forced to make bad plays
3: yeah so and it'd be nice to just like have that intrigue build for a whole other year too uh all right and then 31 and 32 I put Texans 31 Cardinals 32 I think that's the right way of doing it I I think you know the texans draft was crazy aggressive and crazy short term and giving up their first round pick potentially will just torture their fan base for 20 years if they end up actually with the worst record in the league but i think i think stroud will be a day one rookie starter and a huge upgrade and will anderson is a culture setter and a huge upgrade so i absolutely think that in a non dominant afc south with optimism and random football luck and culture that they could figure out a way to win six games, seven games, and then they're sending the ninth, 10th, 11th pick or something like that to, uh, to Arizona instead of the first or second pick. But on paper, their roster is bottom two in the NFL. And then Arizona without Kyler, with a fraudulent head coach, with a star receiver who doesn't want to be there, with an incompetent ownership group, just they're the worst team going into the year.
1: Yeah, but because of what you just said there and who's available in next year's draft, I would almost feel like this is like the break we needed if I was a Cardinals fan.
3: Oh, they're not would... in the worst position, big picture, long term. But yeah, you if you're a Cardinals fan, you are rooting for 0-17. With zero sacks allowed by Paris Johnson Jr.
1: If you're a Cardinals fan, 100%. I mean, if I'm a Cardinals fan, this is what I'm hoping for. The Texans with Stroud, who I have serious doubts about. They stink. You stink. You, the first two picks next year. Then I would immediately fire my head coach. And pay him to leave. And just... Put a big sign out in front of our facility that says "Who wants to coach Caleb Williams?" And you're gonna get you're gonna get the best available coach on the market. Even if your owner is a complete nincompoop, I think. Oh, uh, like, I agree. And you also,
3: I mean, if you're if we're scripting the perfect season, you want Kyler to come back and play a few games at the end look awesome and lose the games.
1: Like if you're getting really greedy, because then you want to draft Caleb Williams and trade Kyler. Oh, hundred percent. Oh yeah. You'd have to, you'd have to, and you're probably going to, and you, and you, and you're going to trade Kyler Murray, even if he plays well, probably for like nickels on the dollar, but who cares? You know well, what right. I mean? I mean like if You that. have
3: the number one pick and you have Caleb Williams, you're obviously trading Kyler. Uh, but I mean, it all it all depends. If Kyler sits out the whole year and you get the number one pick, you're trading him for nickels on the dollar. But if Kyler comes back and plays well, I don't think he's I don't think you I don't think you're getting 80 cents on the dollar, but you can get 60. You can get a first round pick for Kyler Murray if he plays well next year.
1: Man, Arizona's an interesting team then to want to buy stock in. Yeah, I mean, they are.
3: Teams with multiple first round picks are fun. Teams with multiple first round picks and a franchise quarterback like the Bears are more fun. But like Arizona, the the thing that would suck if you're a Cardinals fan is because it's football and it's, there's only 17 of these games and all the games are close and a huge point spread is 10 points. Weird shit happens. You could win five games and have the fifth pick in the draft
1: and not get a quarterback. Now, you obviously have Houston's pick where you could trade like, up. This is what Houston should have done, okay? This is what Houston, I think, should have done instead. They should have taken, you know, I'm not the biggest Will Anderson fan, but if they wanted to take Will Anderson, take him there, then take, you know, you name the player, an offensive lineman, Christian Gonzalez somebody like that with the 13th pick bad 12. Yeah. Broderick Jones is on the board. Broderick Jones, somebody like that. My bad. And then just taking Will Levis with the 33rd pick and all right, Will, you're going to beat out, uh, you're going to beat out uh, Davis Mills and you've got one year. And if you can't get the job done, even though it's a shitty situation to be in, we're asking, you know, we're, asking a lot out of you, you're going to have to make do with less. If you don't, then we're just going to end up winning four or five games and taking Caleb Williams or Drake May in next year's draft. And I think that situation looks a whole heck of a lot better than what they actually did. Sorry, I'd rather have, my point is, I'd rather have two cracks at it than one, right? Like if you just keep your picks and go Will Levis and a quarterback next year, your odds of finding a franchise quarterback are better than just making that trade for CJ Stroud. I'm higher on Stroud than you are. But still, Danny, it's two quarterbacks. Yeah, but Will
3: Levis might be awful. And, and like here's the thing: everyone's saying, like, like, it's hard to suck for luck. It's 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 hard to be the worst team in the NFL by design. It's very difficult. Like, because you can team can go 0 and 17. And have the number one pick, or a team can go
1: three and 14. Like you, bad teams win three or four or five games. It happens every single year. Yeah. They won the game in week 18 last year that cost them the first overall pick.
3: And it was one of the flukiest fourth and 15 conversion, random. Yeah. That that was a thousand to one outcome based on how it went. And it happened. So I just think that it's like, well, just, you know, just go be the worst team in the NFL and just go get Caleb Williams. That is much easier said
1: than done. So I, I understand Yeah, but even after- if it's not Caleb Williams, even if it's Will Levis and Drake May, that's yeah. still better, I think, than drafting C.J. Stroud and locking yourself into him and trading those picks.
3: Oh, listen, I think Arizona's in a much better spot because even if Arizona is better than they should be and gets the sixth pick in the draft, they still have Houston's pick, which also could be the worst pick. Like, But they even if the, whoever gets the number one pick overwhelmingly likely is not trading out of it because it's Caleb Williams. You should be able to trade from wherever Arizona finishes. If you're willing to also trade the Houston pick to get Drake may, right? Like Arizona, it feels like their worst case scenario is the second quarterback in the draft with the draft capital that they've acquired. So I, I love what Arizona did. I just think their ownership group might be so bad that it won't matter. But, all right, they're my rankings. Um, we'll have another gimmick for you next week.
1: <laughs> no, we won't. We got the schedule to react to. Oh, yeah, we got the schedule to react. But, I mean, the, yeah, we do. We do have the schedule react. Don't act like you don't love the schedule. You leak schedules out. You pick up thousands of followers this time of year. The schedule yeah, no, is I the know. I, although, I will say,
3: just as, like, a small primer, I'd say, like, chance I have the schedule again but my guy who who gives it to me he gave me he told me that there is a a real scenario on the board where he can't give me the whole thing this year
1: so so the whole thing where I was going to ask you off the air to give me the Steelers schedule in advance is that your way of telling me you can't do that anymore if
3: if I can get it I can get it and I'll give it to you um but there's a chance that through some sort of mechanism, I, I'll explain off the air, but I it's funny because every time Schefter tweets about the schedule release, like when it's coming, I just get dozens of people like, Oh, it's your Super Bowl, like you got to do it again. And I there's a chance that I'm not going to be able to, I think I will, but there's a chance I won't be able to. I'll, I'll explain off the air, but yeah, we'll have the schedule to really uh, react to, and uh, it's going to be great. And we'll have stories because you're coming to Chicago to hang out
1: this week. Very excited about that. Wrigley, golf. Kentucky Derby.
3: Steakhouses. Yes. It's gonna be it's gonna be a good weekend. Our buddy Nick Wright, the best first and pod listener out there, by far <laughs> our most most loyal. He texts us at 7 a.m. Eastern with yeah. takes. So uh, all right, dude. Good stuff. All right, man. I'll see you this weekend. Thank you to Spencer Ray, our producer. First and pod, tell a friend.